Well, I'm sure you're talking about You Choose Week. It has arrived, and we are on the first day of You Choose Week, where you picked the topics, and we are going to discuss it the Take Two way. So welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Only you just have me today. I'm Debbie Giorgiani. Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow, and I need your help with your phone calls because Beth suggested this topic, and we need to take it on the uh, Take Two. Uh, style, and that is the good, the bad, and the ugly, everything in between. That's the way we roll here. So come on, Take Two family. I need you to dial this number, 833-288-3986. Matt Kabinsky's waiting for your calls, and here is the topic. You ready? And this is what Beth suggested. What's the scariest storm you've lived through? Now, let me just uh, let me just state this up front. We're talking about real storms out there, you know, natural disasters like, you know, earthquakes and hurricanes and floods and um, all sorts of things uh, like that. Okay. That's what tornadoes. We're talking about those kinds of storms. Okay. Not the emotional kind of storms, but the weather storms. What's the scariest storm you've lived through? And I think this may be prompted if I just may say this, because we, we saw what happened in Maui, right? With the fires and that beautiful church dedicated to Our Lady was standing and it, it was untouched and how beautiful that is. And these are, these are kind of amazing stories, scary uh, situations. But then when you see that bright spot and you're thinking, wow, this, you know, God, God was watching everything. God had his hand on things. God was seeing what we were all going through. God was responding to our prayers. But we want to we want to talk about what it felt like going through this storm, this tornado, this hurricane, something of this nature. Did you want? Did you? Maybe you lost everything and you had to go back and rebuild and 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 you did it. Maybe you did that a couple times. I I have some friends in Florida and Louisiana. They went back a few times and and rebuilt everything they had lost. And and they're like, no, nope, we're done. We're we're out of here. We're moving somewhere else. We've 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 been through these scary storms. We're not doing it again. So let's talk about it. Beth really wants us to address this. And I think maybe where Beth's going with this is that, you know, we can weave in our spirituality to this. So let's, let's do that. And here's the number to dial 833-288-3986. Please call in and answer the question. What's the scariest storm you've lived through? I will tell you something, folks. Um, I grew up in New Jersey and I and and Gigi um, our inspired by faith fellowship um, facilitator. She uh, lives in New New Jersey with her husband John in Northern New Jersey. And we've talked about this many times. That in Northern New Jersey, we really don't have a lot of problems with the climate. It's pretty it's pretty mild. You know, I don't ever remember growing up my first eighteen years of life. I don't ever remember even hearing of a of a tornado or an earthquake or hurricane or anything of that nature. Although I take that back. One time I did remember my dad talking about some uh, a tornado, but I don't. It didn't even come close to us. So we really didn't grow up with that. And I know that other people in, in different in various parts of the world, you guys live with it on a daily basis. Um, but I will tell you, having moved to Arizona. When I was 18, and I've been here ever since, so I've been here 37, 38 years, or maybe 
a little longer than that. Okay. Um, I'm getting older by the second, folks. I will say that in Arizona, we have what is, is called the monsoon season. And that is where these just wicked, quick rain and, and lightning and thunderstorms come in and fast with the big winds. And it just knocks everything over. And it looks like the Wizard of Oz. It really does. Things are flying all over the place and patio furniture is flying into pools and, and trees are going down real fast. You can drive down a street, see a beautiful tree-lined street, and the next day it just looks like it's leveled, like somebody took a took a, a saw and just went across the top of all the trees. It's unbelievable. So we have these things that are called monsoon season where we have these wicked storms. And it is, it is scary. I will tell you, there are, because you never know know if the Arizona houses are going to withstand those kinds of winds and, and, and it's just, and it's hitting the windows really hard. And, and I was thinking to myself one time, I remember a couple years ago, we had a really, really difficult storm. And I thought, oh, this is it. The house is just going to fly away like the Wizard of Oz. So I started praying. I started praying the rosary. I really did. I felt great. I mean, I was like, okay, Lord, if it's going to happen, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going out praying the rosary. So ha- have you had that experience? Or maybe it's a storm that you're dry. How about driving? I remember driving with a bunch of kids. Um, with a youth, I was a youth minister at the time, and we hit one of those really crazy um, uh, rainstorms um, in northern Arizona, and and we had nuns with us, and the nuns started praying. That was good. That I felt good about that when the nuns started praying. But that's what we're talking about today. It's not all about the scary storms that I've lived through. We want to hear about the scary storms that you have lived through. Tell us about the details of this and what it did, how it how it changed you. You know, that's always a very important detail. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a little bit under the weather. I will tell you that um, it's pledge drive season, and I'm using my voice like 10 hours a day. And so um, I'm just, if I could get a prayer maybe from the Take Two family, I would really appreciate it just so that my voice can hold up the rest of the week. Um, we're, we just started the Catholic Radio Network pledge drive today. And it's going for five days. And then uh, Johnette Williams, a Women of Grace, the Wagathon is happening on Saturday. So I'm super excited about that. And then the next week um, is the Station of the Cross Pledge Drive. I mean, it goes, it, it keeps going, folks. It's Pledge Drive season. So when you're when your local listening area comes to you and says, "Please give generously," please step up and do your part, um, because these stations they're working really hard. They have a very small staff and they're trying to get the gospel message out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we need that. And we need Catholic radio now more than ever. So if your local uh, Catholic radio station comes to you uh, this week, next week, the week after and says, please, we need some funds to keep going through the fall and through the winter. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. I pay bills too every single month, just like you guys. And, you know, it was interesting this morning I woke up and I I said to Marty, my husband, I said, boy, we're going to have to do some, you know, interesting, um, you know, switching up of bills this month because it's tough. It's tough out there. But you know what? We're never going to stop giving to Catholic Radio because our souls depend on it, right? Okay, so tell us the scariest storm you've ever lived through. This is a weather storm at 833-288-3986. And Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow. You've got me today. Call us. Bye.
Okay, I am back. I'm Debbie Giorgiani, and I, I sometimes I crack myself up. I just I said <laughs> I said goodbye. I meant goodbye for now. I'm coming back. That's what I meant to say, but I got clipped there right at the end, and it sounded like I was saying goodbye for the show. But no, I'm back. So I need your help. I need you to uh, call in. It's Monday, and I want you to feel sorry for me because I've been up since three thirty this morning getting ready for pledge drive. So uh, I want you to feel sorry for me. I'm just saying that right up front. Okay, and and that's what the Take Two family is all about. We need to have compassion and empathy for each other. Okay, we're family. So um, uh, Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow. You have me today. I am I am very alert. I had my coffee today. I'm ready to go. Before we get to the phones, we do have a couple open phone lines, and I need you to tell me because Beth suggested it for you Choose Week. Um, the, the scariest storm that you have lived through. Okay. And tell us the details and the scariest storm that really impacted you. Maybe you saw something really miraculous out of that scary situation. We want to hear all the details or I want to hear all the details because Jerry's not here today, but it's not because I'm nosy. It's because the details, it's in the details that we can really learn and grow. So before we get to Marion in um, Alaska, let me just share with our listeners, EWTN Publishing, 30 Marion uh, Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. Great. Uh, you want you want to get this, please. It's from EWTN Publishing. This book will inflame your heart with love for Jesus's Eucharistic heart through the heart of his mother. It will help you enter into meditation with Jesus and Mary as never before and will open your heart to receive the graces available from the sacred mysteries. An ideal resource for the Eucharistic revival. 30 Marian Eucharistic Visits by Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. A new book from EWTN Publishing, available at EWTNRC.com. Buy Catholic, shop EWTNRC.com. You guys are so sweet. You're sending me messages saying you do feel sorry for me. I'm a little punchy. Normally I get punchy on Fridays, but I am on Monday because it is pledge drive season. And I, you know, I just, I really, these stations work so hard. You know, every apostolate, everybody's working so hard to get the message out. We've got to support them. And you know, everyone knows a wealthy friend. Let's face it. We all know somebody that God has blessed with an excess. Please tap that friend and just say, please, can you help them out? They just need a little bit. You know, $500 goes a long way, $1,000 even better. But we really do need it. So when you see these fundraisers, um, don't don't walk away. Don't think somebody else is going to do it. Just do your part and you'll feel great about it. I know I do. I do have a couple open phone lines. Um, I am with you this entire hour, and I want to know the details of any scary storms that you have lived through. So let's go to Mary. Oh, you can call me, 833-288-3986. Marion in Willow, Alaska on Holy Rosary Radio. I love the name of your station, Marion. Welcome to Take Two. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you. Are you Thank there? you for Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Tell You know, now you live in Alaska, so let's face it, we hear a lot about Alaska getting earthquakes on a regular basis. You're right. We get them all the time and but there was one that stand out. I've been here 15 years and I was living in Anchorage at the time and um, it was November 30th, 2018 and uh, my husband and I were still in bed 
about 8.30 in the morning. I won't get into why we're, we're still in bed. And um, the bed jumped a foot off the ground. What? And we looked at each other, and I said, I think it's an earthquake. And he said, meet me on the front porch. So I grabbed the dog, and we went out in our robes in, uh, on the front porch. And we just looked at each other, and it lasted a minute and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, what? we get earthquakes all the time, like I said. But the significance of this earthquake, it, was, it caused catastrophic damage to a lot of our friends. But we had aftershocks for a year. Like what? three, four, five, yes, every day we had aftershocks for a year. And it, I tell you, Debbie, it changed me. I started praying the rosary every day. I added the divine chaplet at three o'clock every day because God was making himself known for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so wait a minute. I want to get the I want to get the the really specific details of this. So now I I I trust you when you're saying this, but when you say that the bed jumped off the it it literally did or did it feel like it was off the ground? No, no, it was a strange earthquake. It was more of a vertical. Most of the time they go side to side, mm-hmm. but this one kind of went up and down. But literally, the bed jumped. Like it went off the ground. <laughs> okay. Okay. So wow. I need to, I need to tell you something. If that was the case where if, if that happened to me, I'd be packing my bag so quickly <laughs> and running out of there going, I'm never doing, how did you, I don't know how you did it. So you went to prayer. For sure. I mean, we had so many friends affected and it was beautiful how people came together to help each other. And um, especially the children and the pets. You know, they were just devastated. And not everybody can hear an earthquake coming. It kind of sounds like a train, sort of, but I can hear it. So every day when these aftershocks would come, I'd hear, like, it sounded like a truck coming down the street. And I just stopped, and I said, there's another one, and there it was. And my husband, he can't hear them, so he was like, how do you hear them? I don't know why, how I hear them, but, you know, I've talked to different people, and some people hear them, some people don't. But it's... I hate to say it, but it was really rattling for a year that um, we had all these aftershocks. But it just shows you, you know, God's this large nature, you know, is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, but um, there's a lot of people who still have PTSD from that earthquake around here. Well, so. see, that's see, Marion, that's what I was thinking when you're saying the aftershocks happened for a year. That's got to, so you can never really put this behind you. You were, you were constantly on high alert. And, um, and, and the one, I mean, you know, the good that came out of this obviously is more prayer and, you know, we, we lean on God, you know, we put our trust in God. And so more prayer came out of it for you and I'm sure for others as well. But, but how are you guys coping with, I mean, to me, that would be a really hard way to constantly be on that high alert status. Well, you know, Alaska is such a harsh environment anyway. We live with, you know, blizzards and wildfires and earth volcanoes and tsunamis. <laughs> you know, we have all, so Alaska's pretty harsh anyway. I mean, we, what people call hurricanes, we call wind, you know, 90 mile an hour wind every day on our hillside in Anchorage. So, you know, but I think um, you got to trust that mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay. And, the, you know, the Lord won't send you more than you can handle. So. Right. Right. Wow. 
Wow, that is that's an amazing story. Um, yeah, to so wow, wow. I mean, all I can do is, uh, and and I'm giggling because I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I would have done if that bed, you know, jumped off the floor. I would have been like, uh, okay, help me, somebody help me. <laughs> But you said that people came together, and that's probably another good um, result of it, right? It is. It is. And, you know, the ones who, I have a friend who has a duplex, and literally it was cut in half by the earthquake. <gasps> oh, was, no. Yeah. Oh. And so, you know, but that people rallied, and, um, you know, I mean, it's, there's, there's tough cookies up here. You know, I'm not originally from here, but I do consider myself Alaskan now after being here 15 winters. So. Yeah. 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 You endured it and you, yeah, you've toughened up to live there. So that's awesome. I t- I'll tell you what, in Alaska, when I went there, um, right before we started this show eight years ago, over eight years ago, um, I thought, I think you have the most beautiful piece of, of the country. Unbelievable. Your trees are gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. Your air is clean. I mean, so there's a lot of great reasons to live in Alaska, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, right now, Denali is out in all her glory in my rearview mirror. It's, you know, yeah. it's stunning. Yeah. The trees are all, the birds are all uh, golden right now. And Beautiful. It, it is. We think it's pretty special. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for gracing this uh, broadcast today on the You Choose Week. We really appreciate it, Marion. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Let's go to Ginny in Buffalo, New York, listening on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Okay, Ginny, let's see if you can top that one from Alaska. Hi. Um, we've had a lot of storms in Buffalo, and um, just recently I went out to the driveway to get my garbage can and because it was going to blow down the street, you know. And I just felt like this force, this presence around me. So I quick and grabbed my miraculous medal around my neck and said a prayer and said, Mary, please help us. And it stopped like dead in its tracks. It was like unbelievable. And I Mm -hmm. will never forget that feeling. And um, so it was just like we need to turn to prayer and put our trust in God. And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to share that. Well, well, Ginny, real quick, I can relate to that because at the beginning of the show, I was I was going down memory lane of the storms that I have lived through. And the one I was talking about, similar to that, when we were driving and this storm came out of nowhere and, and the rain and the wind, and we were just, we were really nervous. We started praying too, and the nuns were with us and the nuns started praying and they kept saying, relax, everything will be fine. And we're like, we don't, we don't know, sisters, if it's going to be fine. <laughs> And and they kept praying, and it, it it everything just calmed down. It was the, so weird the way it just went from really you know uh, swirling all around us to just really calm. So same feeling, same feeling, same yeah. feeling. Yeah. And, and why don't I ask you to put to yes put up Sarah S A R A H on your prayer list? I met her a few weeks ago. This storm came out of nowhere, and. She was caught in the rain, and she wanted to stand under my awning. And I said, why don't I just drive you home? So we just rehashed. She had just retired, and it, it linked into my nursing career and how she had MS, and she lost her eyesight in one eye. And it was just like, you know, checking in with somebody who, who was, was part of your past because of the history mm. of I worked on neurological nursing. Mm. And I just and when she got home, she goes, May God bless you and keep you, and, and it was just so nice. I just wanted to put her on the prayer list. 
Oh, absolutely. We'll put Sarah and I put you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in on You Choose Week, the first day that and Beth, I'm sure Beth, if Beth, if you're listening, um, it's wonderful that you suggested this topic because we're learning and growing. And that's what You Choose Week is all about. So you you suggest the topics, we take them on and Jenny did just that. Thanks, Jenny. God bless you. Okay, Jenny just freed up a phone line if you'd like to get in on this. Oh, there goes the phone line 833 We're all, you know what's happening to all of us? I can feel it because I'm thinking of now all these storms that I've been through. It's, It's kind of funny how I see why Beth wanted to do this because Beth, you're making us think of all these times that we really had to um, put our faith and trust in God and just say, okay, Lord, you know, we we cannot stop the wind. We can't stop the rain. We can't stop everything swirling around us. So we are just going to go to prayer. This is very interesting. Thank you, Beth, for suggesting this. Let's hear what Joanne has to say in North Georgia on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Joanne. Welcome. Good morning. Um, I'm blessed to be on your show this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. In North Georgia, actually Northeast Georgia, um, we have um, bad storms that spawn tornadoes every so often. And there was a tornado warning siren going off one evening, and um, I was watching it on my um, weather channel. You can, you know, watch the storms come through. And I said, okay, I said, it's time to go down the basement. So I grabbed my mom and my dogs, and we all went down the basement. And I was watching it on the iPad, and this, this one cell that was coming directly towards us um, was spawning tornadoes. And so it, as it came closer, it got pretty close to my house, and the whole cell broke in two, and... It went around my house. The cells went around my house. And after it got around my house, it regrouped again. And I'm going, you know, oh, my goodness. You know? <laughs> and the, the back story is I keep St. Um, um, Benedict medals in mm-hmm. all my windows and right. over all my doors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was just so thankful to St. Benedict for protecting my house. Um during the storm, and it was unbelievable how that storm just split in two and went around the house and, and wow. went back together after it got around my house. The storm split in two, went around your house, and then came back together. Okay, that's pretty amazing. That, that was quite amazing, mm-hmm. quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Love it. You know, the sacramentals like the St. Benedict uh, crucifixes and statues and stuff, They, uh, the sacramentals, it's, they're as effective as your faith. So it has a lot to do with your faith. You know that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, I was, I was praising God and praising, you know, all the saints and Mary and everybody that the storm, you know, did that because it was amazing. I couldn't, you know, I was watching it on, on my iPad and just amazed at how it broke apart and then, you know, went back together again. It was, it was, I Wow. Wow. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Joanne. We really appreciate it. Um, this is You Choose Week. Um, it has arrived. This is the first day. Beth suggested this topic. We have full phone lines plus... 
We are going to hit the pause button. I'm just going to say goodbye for about two minutes, and I'll be right back. I promise. Um, this is an exciting way to kick off You Choose Week. You guys are doing a great job with the phone calls. Hang on, everybody. Hang on, Nick and uh, Carol and Lindy and uh, Lou. Come on, you guys. Keep calling. We have a back waiting area as well, 833-288-3986. You Choose Week is here, and the first day, Beth suggested uh, what storms um, have you been through, and how has it impacted you, how has it affected you. We're talking about weather storms, not emotional storms. I know we talk about a lot of emotional situations of the storms brewing around us, and we always have to trust in God more than the storm. Well, it's the same thing with these weather um, disturbances. We have to trust God more, right? And that's what we're learning today by our callers, Marion and Ginny and Joanne, and we're going to get to Nick. Nick, hold on. Nick's in Birmingham, Alabama. Hold on, Nick. I just want to do a congratulations shout out going out to longtime member of the EWTN radio family. Salt and Light Radio in Idaho is celebrating, get this folks, 14 years on EWTN radio. They are now heard on uh, 9 AM and FM stations in English and Spanish. Congratulations to Keith Pettyjohn and his team from your friends here at EWTN. I love our EWTN affiliates. 14 years, Salt and Light Radio has been going strong. You guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, now we'll get to Nick. Nick is in Birmingham, Alabama on the EWTN app. Nick, I uh, tell us about the storm you have lived through. I'm sure you know many locals to the Birmingham area know of this one in Tuscaloosa, obviously. But uh, April 27, 2011, um, you know, massive tornado, and a lot of people experienced you know loss of life. Um, that day was particularly challenging for my wife and I. Her brother was in Tuscaloosa and uh, kind of alerted at the last minute and huddled with some students across the street as a storm literally took his car and his house away um, right across the street from him. He was spared. Um, That same day, that same morning, my wife and I were uh, lost a child 20 weeks. uh, She was, my wife was 20 weeks long pregnant in the womb. And so we were at uh, UAB and then St. Vincent that watching all of this, you know, like you said, in, in the fray, wondering, you know, is her brother okay? Um, are our children going to be okay? Are we going to be okay? As this thing traveled pretty much down 59 from Tuscaloosa through Birmingham. Um, and our, our kids were huddled with our parents, you know, in a basement at the time. And, and you know, obviously this, this storm passed. Um, but there was there was a lot going on. I know you said we're really focusing on the physical storm, but definitely... I just want to also extend out to everyone, including a close friend of ours, who's experienced a loss of life um, just recently, whether from that storm or or others. Mm-hmm. Nick, a couple questions. It, it, I can hear it in your voice. It still sounds very emotional for you because, you know, going what happened between uh, what happened with you and your wife and the baby, and then. And then her brother, um, but you said like 300 people lost their lives in 2011 from this, this tornado and the storms. Um, couple questions. Did, was the baby, um, 
when you lost the baby, was there any link be- with the stress your wife was going through with the storm, or was it unrelated? No, it was no. it was unrelated. Okay. Um, you know. Okay. No, so we did so, we did give yeah. her a name, Leah Marie, and um, we we have her in a columnarium, so we can see. We can pass by and pray for her, you know, mm. call call out to her every uh, Sunday as we go to church. Right, right. She's your little intercessor in heaven, absolutely. So your wife's brother um, was, was okay, and then so he got through it all. When you found out, you know, when you did kind of a, you know, a check with everybody that you knew, friends and family members, um, you know, what was that like? Tell, tell us a little bit of the details of that, because, you know, it's 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 kind of getting a count, you know, to see if everybody's okay. I'm sure your heart was just racing continuously. Uh, Sure. I mean, it was kind of a, you know, being that we had that loss and we had to check in the hospital, there was a roller coaster of emotions for a couple of days. Um, But yeah, we were obviously, you know, praying and extremely thankful uh, for, you know, our brother being spared at the same time, sorrow for all those who lost um, folks. And, you know, again, thankful that uh, our kids were safe uh, at my parents' home and, and that we made it through all that. So it just kind of ebbed and flowed. Um, yeah. Even in in the loss of our child, um, it just kind of, the Holy Spirit inspired my wife to say, you know what, we need to just call the church and ask about a niche in the columnarium. Mm. And, it, and so it just came to her like that, and it worked out just like that. And that's been something that, uh, you know, is a, is a bright spot. Right, right. It's being able to pass through that, you know, beautiful garden and, and again, just uh, say a prayer each and every Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And and Nick, I could just imagine how you must have felt because you said your, your, your other kids were, you were tending to your wife, of course, which you should be. And and your other kids were with the, the parents, the grandparents, so you knew they were in, they were in safe hands, but you couldn't be with them, right? So you you had that disconnect as well. So you had a lot of things. You talk about a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, you probably were were thinking, "Oh my goodness, this is all hitting all at once." Yeah, it did. It did. And uh, you know, sometimes things happen too fast to really process what's going on. You're just kind of up and down in those situations, mm-hmm. but. Um, Lord knows we wouldn't we would be able to you know weather those storms uh, uh, physical or emotional spiritual without our faith and I'm just thankful for that uh, it's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, me too, Nick. I say it all the time. I, I tell people all the time, I don't know where I would be. I don't even know if I'd be here if I didn't. Have, my my faith is everything. The faith that I have, that's what. That's how I live. That's how I breathe. That's how I exist. That's how I survive. It's amazing when I when people I, I meet and they have no faith whatsoever. I'm like, how do you even exist? I mean, it just, it's mind, it's mind boggling to me. Nick, uh, tell me, tell us again, we're getting some messages. Your Your daughter's name again? Uh, Leah Marie. Leah Marie, beautiful. Did did you guys go on? Um, did the Lord bless you with children after Leah Marie? <laughs> so uh, funny story. My my wife, you know, we had we had talked about things, and we said, you know, that was the second one that they said, you know, hey, potential high risk, and um, you know, we we have uh, we had had three children. And with the third one, they said, hey, there's some markers, this and that. Everything turned out fine. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth one, Leah Marie, you know, obviously uh, she's in heaven. And then, so at that, to that point, my wife told me after the fact that she said, I talked to God today at church. And I said, okay. And she said, I, because we had been talking about children and everything. And she said, and I said, explained that <laughs> she, she goes, I know I'm not supposed to, but I kind of asked God to either make a deal or some kind of ultimatum where, where I'm saying, hey, Lord, I, I really were blessed with these children. I feel like there's maybe one more, but we don't know. And, you know, if we can have another one, can it just be a boy? And can it look kind of like my husband? <laughs> so, uh, and she said, oh, and she said, and, and can I have him before I'm 35? And uh, so she got two out of the three. She got a boy that kind of looks like me, and uh, she was right at 35 um, <laughs> when we had the baby. And he's a healthy boy. It. So we have four living, healthy, beautiful children that are very blessed and thankful. So the moral of the story is be specific with God. And absolutely, I love that. Nick, I put your whole family in our prayer book. Can you give us your wife's first name if you feel comfortable? Because she sounds like a beautiful woman of God. Amanda is an amazing woman, and um, I'm very thankful for her. And I'm sure she's thankful for you as well, Nick. Way to go. You hit a home run with this call. This was amazing. And I got I got your whole family in the prayer book. Thank you so much for calling us today. What a great call. Okay, let's move to Carol. Carol's in Virginia on the EWTN app. Hello, Carol. Hello. This is my first time calling. Oh, I listen to you all the time, but I've never called in. Thank you, Carol. I'm so glad you picked today when Jerry was not here. Thank you so much. That makes me feel great. I love that. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Go ahead. I had two incidences in my life with tornadoes Mm -hmm. that were very frightening. I come from the Midwest, actually. I come from Iowa. I live in Virginia now, but I tried to move to Virginia because they weren't so tornado apt. (laughs) Uh, the one, the one time, I think it was in maybe 1989, we were traveling to, um, well, actually we came from California. We were on vacation. Mm -hmm. So we came back to Iowa to come home and we were going over the overpass of I-80 Mm-hmm. And we didn't know, but according to what everyone said afterwards, there were nine tornadoes circling around us. And when we got to the overpass, I was with my my husband, and my, my husband was driving, and my son was next to him, and I was in the back seat. Mm-hmm. As we came to the, the top of the overpass, the wind from the tornado picked us up, literally picked us up. Our car is flying over the interstate. I'm looking down at the cars beneath us as we're flying in the air. And I looked up and I saw this great big, like like a big um, hill, and, and we're heading right for it sideways. And I closed my eyes. I thought, oh, this is it. Before I closed my eyes, I saw our St. Christopher medal 
that my husband had up front in the visor, the sun visor. Mm-hmm. And so, St. Christopher, help us. Oh, Jesus, help us. And I just closed my eyes, and everything got really, really quiet for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, we plowed down real hard. And even though we had our seatbelts on, we hit our heads on the top of the car. And we still kind of all had our eyes closed because we thought we were we had died. <laughs> and we carefully opened our eyes, and oh my goodness sake, we were okay. We were stuck in the mud of a farmer's cornfield. Wow. Wow. But we were okay. Mm-hmm. None of us were hurt. And the car was okay. It took two tow trucks to lift it out of the mud. But no damage of any kind. And we thank God we knew that it was a miracle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, your guardian angels worked overtime with that one. That's. I mean, I thought the bed story with Marion was enough for me with the Alaska bed story jumping. But this is like, I mean, you were, you were flown through the air like, like the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And cars don't fly, but we're flying. Oh, wow. No. So that wow. that was the, the worst one. The other one was a tornado thing, too, on I-80. We were mm-hmm. driving I-80 back in the 1960s. My brother was driving the car. He had my dad in the front seat with him, and I was in the back seat as a teenager with my mother. And all of a sudden, it it was storming, obviously, but we didn't realize that there were any tornadoes or anything. But the car kept getting faster, and I thought, why is my brother going so fast? Because we were really kind of getting faster, faster, faster. And I looked up, and there was a tornado in front of us coming towards us, sucking us into it and I hollered at my brother I said slow down and he held up the keys that he had in his hand it wasn't even in the ignition oh yeah tell me about it and we're going really fast I mean really fast and then all of a sudden we saw it I mean we we had our we were shocked we were just like oh you know, with this big old tornado coming at us, all of a sudden it veered to the side, and our car just stopped dead right there. And we were thanking God because, I mean, yeah, wow, what made it turn? What made it was it, yeah. sucking us up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carol. We're going to have to let you go on that because we've got full phone lines. Okay, uh, Mother Angelica Live Classics, Tuesday night, 8 Eastern Time on EWTN TV and radio. EWTN foundress Mother Angelica shares her timeless wit and wisdom. And tomorrow night, Mother discusses the unimaginable wonder and beauty of heaven and explains that the way to get there is through repentance. 
Wow, that's going to be a big one. Uh, okay, everybody is saying we need Carol back to tell uh, these stories again. These are interesting. And see see how this is turning into even more of, of topics that we can uh, visit and talk about here on Take Two. Okay, let's go to Lindy. Lindy is in North Tonawanda, New York, in, on the Station of the Cross. Lindy, welcome. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Well, first of all, I want to say that my heart and prayers go out to Nick, your previous caller. Wow, that really touched me. Me uh, too. Mm-hmm. God bless him. And I'm going to tell you, I, I nothing against his wife. We know what a, it feels like for a mother, but sometimes the fathers seem to be got you know forgotten when mm-hmm. there's a loss of a child. And so my extra prayers are for Nick. Um, and Carol, wow, uh, my story is not as exciting. Um, I went through Hurricane Andrew when we lived in Boca Raton, Florida, back in the early 90s, and I had just given birth to my son. So that was absolutely terrifying for us. Just uh, We weren't prepared. We didn't have shutters. Um, we just felt like, you know, you're out in the open. You don't have any protection. And the crazy thing was 80% of the homes lost their roofs, and somehow our house withstood everything and didn't have any damage. So we were thankful and blessed. And um, as I was telling the gentleman, um, we went through the next hurricane, well, many hurricanes. Um, we had Wilma. And during Hurricane Wilma, hit right over us, and it was another terrifying storm. But this is years later in 2000. And five, uh, we belong to Our Lady of Lord's Church in West Boca, Florida. Well, we have on that church a giant statue of Mother of God. And the Blessed Mary actually went flying and took off and was not to be found. And I always said she left the scene and was floating around and protecting us all. Another horrible hurricane. But we did find her a few weeks mm-hmm. later in the brush in some woods. You unharmed. Did. Okay. Oh, unharmed? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unharmed. Wow. This, this thing was like eight feet tall. Wow. And she was made of metal statue. Like nothing. We end up being able, the church was able to put her back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, we couldn't believe there was no damage to her. But it was one of the first things. We noticed on the steeple, you know, way up high on the church, that Mary was gone. And people were like, oh, she left us during the storm. No, she was protecting us. Mm-hmm. So it was just a very unique story. But, yes, it's terrifying going through these things. It, it mm-hmm. really is, especially when you have young children at home. And uh, like I said, my heart goes out to everyone. But uh, we were really protected, and yeah. I still believe it was because of the mother of God, because many, many rosaries were being said, and the community completely pulled together, and everybody helped each other, and, you know, church never closed. There was some damage to the church, but we we made it work, and um, actually, afterwards, you think about how lucky and how beautiful life is, the grace of God, and gets you through everything everything, all tragedy. I I totally agree with you. And let me just share something real quickly. First of all, I want to say you are such a sweet soul for, for you, you can tell that you are, you have such a giving spirit, 
But you credit the Blessed Mother. I agree with you um, completely. We know this from many disasters, natural disasters. The Blessed Mother seems to emerge from from things, from whether it be statues or icons of the Blessed Mother, or you know, people will tell stories of the Blessed Mother appearing to them. I mean, it, it, it's it's quite amazing. And she is our spiritual mother, and she cares about us, and she's the Queen of Angels, and so it's so amazing. Lindy, thank you so much for sharing that because I think sometimes um, a lot of people don't know where to place the Blessed Mother. Well, she's our spiritual mother and it is, it, she's incredible and she loves us so very, very much. I've got about 60 seconds. I want to just quickly hear um, what Lewis has to say in Worcester, Massachusetts on the Station of the Cross. In less than 60 seconds, Lewis, please. We had a hurricane that hit New England uh, and... Uh, I was at school, and and one of the teachers had uh, hurricane flags out of a window. So I had gone home, and I started playing in front of my house. About uh, it was about three thirty or so forth, and I was I was playing in front of my house. It was a tree deck. I I looked up the street, and I saw trees starting to fall all over the place. And I ran up to the I ran up to the top floor of my house. I told my mother. There's trees falling around, and uh, and a few minutes later, the house started shaking so forth, and was shaking and shaking, and, and wow. we all got scared, and my mother's... We're going to have to, uh, Lewis, uh, we're going to have to leave it there, but you're here with us, so you're telling us the story, which means you made it through. So I'm so sorry you, you hear the music. We're going to have to close the broadcast. Joyce, please email us and, and the others if you have storms you want to share with us that you've lived through. Tomorrow we're talking about bumper stickers on You Choose Week and what you've learned from bumper stickers from other cars you have passed on the road. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us.